really hot. And really hot. <laughs> and really hot. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Hot and Rich, a show about celebrities. I'm your host, Kate Raft. Today is Monday, June 8th, 2020. And oh my God, holy hell, what a world, what a time, what a Monday. It's been a while since we've done a Monday show. We haven't had a Monday show in a, in a, in a hot second. Uh, last week, Jack was sick, I think. The week before that was a holiday. So... This is, it's Monday and we're here and we're ready to kick it. Monday's tight little ass, okay? Monday has a tight little ass. I don't know if people know that. Um, it's a crazy time. It's a crazy, crazy time. I need to make a sound alert for that. Oh, emotes. Oh, hype train. Oh, God. I'm so scatterbrained. Um, we've got a hype train going in the chat. If you're listening to this as a podcast, a hype train is a Twitch thing and it helps the show. So everybody hop on board that hype train and help Hot and Rich continue because this is my only job right now <laughs> and I need this to be, you know, something that people support. I don't know. I'm just, I'm always begging. I'm always begging for people to support my show. That's so lame. I'm lame. But hop on the hype train if you're lame too. Why not? Um, yeah, it's a crazy time Trump liked to tweet about the show Insecure. I don't know if you guys saw that. I, I don't even want to get into that because I'm like, did his finger slip? Like, what the hell? What the hell? Is he? What is happening? I need to catch up on Insecure. I'm behind. Oh my God. Is quarantine over by the way? Like everything's opening back up, but I, I, last time I checked, there's no vaccine. There's no, you know, treatment. There's not even really super accurate testing. I just don't get it. Why is everything opening up? Why is Kylie going to Bootsy Bellows? Did you guys see that last night? Kylie went out clubbing at Bootsy Bellows. She hasn't showed up to a protest, by the way. She's out at Bootsy Bellows clubbing in Hollywood. I don't know what's going on. I'm confused. I'm just combobulated. I, I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. What's happening? What is happening? All right. Before I get into the rest of the show, I want to plug the Okra Project. Okay. Because we are going to be talking about J.K. Rowling's transphobia today. So I wanted to support this organization. Um, the Okra Project is a collective that seeks to address the global crisis faced by black trans people by bringing home cooked, healthy and culturally specific meals and resources to black trans people. Um, so go to the com and please donate any amount that you can give or to any, any charity that benefits black trans people. Um, I just wanted to push that today. It's important to me, and I hope it's important to you, too. Um, solidarity with all the black trans people out there. Let's show them some love, okay? Theokraproject.com. Okay, um, 
if you were expecting me to talk about the celebrities that recorded videos for the class of 2020, that was a whole thing last night. There were a lot of them and I didn't watch it because I'm getting very bored of the like every celebrity does a front facing camera video for graduates thing. Like as a genre, I support it. I get why it has happened. I hope that high school graduates appreciated it. But personally, I, I'm not going to do that much homework. Okay, I'm not going to graduate. I'm not a graduate. I'm not going to graduate the school of watching all those videos. I'll flunk. I'll flunk that test. That's fine. All right, let's just do it. Let's do a segment I like to call Hot Seconds. Hot Seconds. <laughs> All right, welcome to Hot Seconds. This is the segment of the show where we talk about something, but only for a hot second. (laughs) Okay, first hot second. Speaking of things opening back up, Lala, Kent, and Randall Emmett from Vanderpump Rules went to the reopening of Craig's, and I'm just like forever haunted by this photo look at Lala and Rand getting their temperature taken as they enter Craig's do you know about Craig's Craig's is one of those restaurants in LA where if you're famous you go there to get written up about it's just it's a place to get paparazzi first of all the outfit Lala's wearing not here for it but what's really bone chilling is They're getting their temperature taken by a a server or someone, maybe a nurse. I have no idea. Maybe Craig's has their own nurse Um, as they walk into like a very expensive restaurant. And they're both wearing these like blue medical masks. But otherwise, like they're wearing what they would be wearing to go to, you know, like a hip swanky restaurant. She's wearing weird white boot stilettos and some sort of streetwear look (laughs) with a mini little Louis Vuitton bag and he's wearing you know schlubby camo pants and a black shirt and a chain because that's just that's all he wears that's what he wears that's what Rand wears haunting this is a haunting image if you stare at it too long you do turn to stone uh what's next next hot second Hayden Panettiere, she's back on Instagram. She's had a rough uh, year or more, maybe. But I think her personal life drama is dying down and she's joining the public world again. And she is making headlines because she Instagrammed her new tattoo. This is a neck tattoo on the back of her neck. And it's, I guess, it's the eye of raw. Uh, I don't know. It's like the eye of raw an ancient symbol of protection and royal authority associated with the Egyptian sun god. Okay. Um, Brooklyn in the chat asked, oh, what happened to her? You know, it's dark. Just like some domestic violence stuff and we do not have to get into that. Because that's not fun to talk about. Okay, Google it if you really want to know. I'm here to talk about her neck tattoo, okay? That's what I care about. Not the dark stuff. Oof. Yikes. Thank you, everyone, for the hype train. We made it to level two. 
We made it to level two of the hype train. All right. Next hot second. This is about Alia Shawkat. Listen, Alia Shawkat, she's been out and about at the protests. And as celebrities call out racism and join the Black Lives Matter movement, people also are calling those celebrities out for their past racism. And we're calling it this you'd, you got this you'd, or I sometimes say you did Aaliyah Michelle, you pulled Aaliyah. Um, Alia Shawkat, she's maybe from Arrested Development, but she's also more recently known as Brad Pitt's gal pal. Are they dating? She rode her bike to his house. They went to a concert together. They went to an art gallery show together. Some say they're dating. I say I think they're dating. But we don't know for sure. Anyway, people are uh, kind of passing around this video where she openly says the N-word Now you might be thinking, oh, wow, was it a long time ago? Was she like a kid or something? Nope. This was 2016. She said the N-word at a panel or something, at an interview at South by Southwest. And in 2016, she was a whopping 27 years old. She was like, there's kind of no excuse for it. Like, it's very recent and she seems like, she says it all the time. The way she's... Okay, I don't know how to say it. I'm not saying she says the N-word all the time. I'm just saying the ease with which she said it is alarming. Uh, let's watch the clip. I censored out the actual N-word because I'm not trying to get my stream taken down. Okay? I'm not going to show the actual N-word. But I, I, I have the video, but I took it into Premiere. I edited out the slur. and um, But just watch it. Everyone was so excited when we all came back. Like we were all in the, the penthouse together, and everyone was looking around, like, yeah, we made it." You know what I mean? Like everyone was like so excited. Here, play that one more time. So quick. Everyone play it one so more time. Excited when we all came back. Like we were all in the, the penthouse together, and everyone was looking around, like, yeah, we made it." You know. Oof. Yeah, she's saying, "N word, we made it." Yeah. All right. I just feel like I had to bring that up because it's going around. All right. Let's do a protest roundup. Let's bring the mood up. Okay. These are celebrities who are not only lending their platforms to the Black Lives Matter movement, but they're also physically showing up to protest. And this is good. We like this. We like when celebrities give money and we like when they show up to protest. So let's just do a little hot and rich protest roundup. First up is Cole Sprouse and Kaya Gerber. Um, they're at the protest together and they're kind of like matching like they I think they maybe got ready together or or I don't know I guess a lot of people are wearing like plain outfits like this but they're both wearing white shirts and black pants long black pants people in the chat are saying new couple alert and I have to agree listen I think they're a new couple I think the couple that fights for racial injustice together maybe will get Oh, yeah, yeah. The couple that fights against racial injustice together stays together. So I have good feelings about this. Um, Also, I was reading Oh No, They Didn't, and apparently rumors were kind of swirling last month that Cole cheated on his longtime girlfriend, Lily Reinhart, with Kaya. So I kind of think they're a thing. They also were accompanied at the protest by Cara Delevingne and Margaret Qualley, and I kind of think that 
Cara Delevingne and Margaret Qualley are a thing because Cara's single now. I'm just saying, like, we definitely need a cozy alert. We definitely need a cozy alert. I can't play it for you because I forgot how to do that. But just pretend like I'm saying cozy, 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 cozy. Madonna went to a protest in London. Here's a photo of that. There's Madonna. She's on crutches because she injured injured herself while on tour. Um, Bo Bryce in the chat says, or sorry, Kate is hot in the chat says double date. Um, I'm, I'm guessing that question is about Kaya, Cole, Kara, and Margaret. And I'm going to say no because they were also joined by another friend. So unless that friend was a fifth wheel, I don't think it was a double date. Margaret, Madeline Petch who is famous, but I'd forget who she is. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, back to Madonna. Madonna's on crutches in London protesting. Um, Steph Curry protested in Palo Alto. He joined in on an anti-Trump chant. J-Lo and A-Rod protested here in L.A. I guess they're back in L.A. Um, they were quarantining in Miami, but I think they're back now. Um Apparently, her son, who's 12 years old, urged her to go out and protest. And I like that. I'm guessing it's the same son that served her a drink on a hoverboard. Remember when they like were getting headlines because the, the kid was play pretending like he was like a waiter and that was like a fun game? <laughs> you know, that kid, he, he said, Mom, go to the protest. So he's not so bad. This is a good kid. Smart kid. Understands how he needs to connect with the working class by playing the role of a waiter to his mom. I don't know. That's stupid. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, let's see what else here. Pregnant Sophie Turner and her husband Joe Jonas showed up to a protest in LA. Michael B. Jordan protested. Damn, he is a hot man. That's a hot man. He looks like he's in a photo shoot too. He's like striking like a like a sexy pose. Sorry to objectify you, Michael B. Jordan. I take everything back. I respect your mind as well. Pink protested. Josh Gad looks like he went to a, like a mini protest on Motor Avenue, which is over by the Fox studio lot in L.A. Um, Marlon Wayans protested. Nene Leakes protested. And that's all I have today. I'm sure I'm missing some celebrities. There were some repeats that I covered last week and I didn't want to, you know, but the people are, you know, showing up. There are celebrities that are continuing to come out and protest. And we love that. Okay, so keep DMing me if you see someone at a protest. Oh, my God. Portia got tear gassed. Headless president in the chat said Portia got tear gassed. I'm assuming you're talking about Portia from Real Housewives of Atlanta. Holy shit. Wow, I love Portia so much. Portia from Real Housewives of Atlanta is truly one of the funniest reality stars that we have in history. And it's um, it's fucked up that she got tear gas. You shouldn't tear gas protesters. What is wrong with this country? God damn it. Prayers for Portia. Let's send her our strength. And PJ. And the hot dog king. Ugh, that sucks. Okay, speaking of protests, I want to quickly highlight one celebrity who I don't think protest, but did have a presence. 
Um, I'm talking about Lance Bass. He apparently let the National Guard use his bar in West Hollywood as a perch for their sniper sniper rifles. Look at this picture. This is a picture of a tweet. It says, why did Rocco's WeHo let cops use their roof as a vantage point? Oh, sorry. I might be. Those might not be National Guard. Those might just be militarized police. Hard to tell at this point. We live in hell. Um, but yeah. This is the bar he owns in West Hollywood. Um, super fucked up. I guess he loves militarized police or something. <laughs> it's I don't like it. I don't like it. Listen, the guy is good friends with Jax Taylor from Vanderpump Rules. So it's clear that he does not have the best judgment. He doesn't have the best judgment. Ugh. Gross. Why do the police all have sniper rifles and they're sitting on roofs? So weird. Roofs? Roofs? Speaking of Vanderpump Rules, we got an update on Kristen and Stassi. I talked about this on Friday, but um, I they hadn't apologized yet. But yesterday, both Kristen Doty and Stassi Schroeder both apologized for calling the cops on their black coworker Faith Stowers while like play pretending like they were detectives basically they saw a black woman in the daily mail who was i guess allegedly robbing people they 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 were like oh she looks like faith because we think all black people look the same and they like called the cops on faith faith is fine the cops didn't even end up coming to her house or anything but it's just so fucked up and they were proud of it they were like openly talking about it at the time this was 2018 listen i said this last week it's worth repeating do not call the cops on black people. They are far more likely to get murdered by police. Just don't do it, especially if you're like dumb, like Kristen and Saucy, and you're cosplaying as true crime detectives and you can't tell the difference between two black women. Just don't, just don't be stupid like Saucy and Kristen. Jesus Christ. Okay, uh, but the apologies have dropped. So let's look at them. Let's look at these apologies. Ugh, they're like almost identical. <laughs> they're like, you know, like a black square i don't know notes app adjacent i don't need to waste your time reading these apologies it's like i'll read the first sentence here's Kristen's first sentence i have been taking some time to really process what i've been seeing feeling and learning okay classic classic here's stassi's first sentence racially insensitive comments from my past have resurfaced <laughs> oh my god jesus christ uh okay cool i don't uh like <laughs> i don't know for for Kristen, i i i'm not sure about her history with racism but listen stassi has a history of being sus about that stuff which we'll get to in a second but first i want to quickly point out that writer sophie ross tweeted these apologies out and revealed that neither Kristen nor stassi reach out to faith privately to apologize they just did public apologies they didn't apologize to someone who they called the cops on faith they did not reach out to faith at all um so if you posted a screenshot of her dming faith to ask did she apologize to you privately and personally and faith said no they did not i think every single public apology should be immediately like rejected if you didn't actually apologize to the person privately that you're talking about i mean this is of course if you do something to a person which they did 
ugh, makes me so mad. Like, what? You you were, you didn't think to text Faith and be like, whoops. Like, Jesus Christ. Um. Also, this this clip from Stassi's podcast is making the rounds now because people are not okay with her um, weak notes app apology. Let's let's just listen. This is a this is uh something Stassi got into some hot water for at the time, but it's coming back. It's a clip of her talking um just a, I think a few days after Moonlight had won the Academy Award for Best Picture. Like gonna, I'm going to offend a lot of people right now, but I'm going to do it in a way where I hope that people don't get offended. Um, I'm like really sick of everyone making everything about race. Yeah. Like I'm kind of over it. And I know that I am the one person who's not allowed to say that because I am a white, privileged, blonde, 28 year old. So I get that. I'm saying it. I know. But I have a podcast and... It's an outlet to say what I think. And if you don't want like what I think or what I have to say, then like you don't have to listen to it. You can turn it off and or unfollow me, whatever, whatever. But like everyone giving their impassioned speeches about race and all of that stuff. I'm like, why is it always just about African-Americans? Like, why aren't the Asians being like, we're not represented? Why aren't like, God, I don't know, like Asians. Native Americans and Latinos being like, we're not represented. Why is it that they're like, it's always just that. And then like whenever they get upset, then everybody has to go above and beyond to then make them happy. Yeah. And I hate saying the word them because I'm not, no, not, we're not, not everybody's the same. So I get I mean the ones that are like out there bitching about things. Because it's not I don't think people aren't being nominated because of their skin color. Maybe you weren't nominated last year cuz you didn't do that great of a job in your movie. Oh my god, she's such a fucking dumbass and also racist. Like that sounds to me like someone who's just racist like straight up. Like Stasi is is maybe just a racist person. I, I think I reject her apology. Her fucking notes app apology. It's stupid. Um, Faith is awesome. I She's on some reality shows on MTV. I think X on the Beach and some other ones. Maybe I'll check those out instead of Vanderpump Rules because Faith is pretty fucking great and funny. Um, she's making the podcast rounds right now talking about race and she called out Lisa Vanderpump when she was on the Red Flags Make Cute Scarves podcast. Let's listen to Faith going off on Lisa Vanderpump. I said Lisa does a lot for the LGBTQ community and support and she does a lot for um, dogs all across the world. She tried to help them um, what they're going, what they're putting dogs through all over the world. Um, I said but I said, unfortunately, George Floyd is not a dog. Wow. And that's how I feel. Because had George Floyd been a dog, Lisa would have marked. Oh, my God. If you watch Vanderpump Rules, you know that Lisa Vanderpump is, like, always going to dog charities. Like, she's a big dog activist. And Faith is basically just saying, like, yeah, if, if George Floyd was a dog, Lisa would have gone to the Black Lives Matter march horrible but funny and not wrong <laughs> faith is funny faith is very funny <laughs> faith is oh my god well you know also lisa vanderpump had two of her employees this season get like outed as be people who 
tweeted the n-word a bunch of times i'm talking about max and brett from vanderpump rules and like she like defended them and they were like she was like oh they're just boys and little tiny boys make mistakes and i don't think that they have a bad bone in their body they just said the n-word multiple times on twitter and never deleted those tweets i don't think anything's wrong with that oh 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 stop you lynn forever Anyway, uh, let's do a segment I do every day called Are Zach Braff and Florence Pugh Still Together? Yes, they're still together. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how J.K. Rowling is a turf now. We're also going to talk about Mark Wahlberg's hate crimes and so much more. Stick around. Hey everybody, welcome back. We're back from the break. And now let's get into our main topics for the day, shall we? First of all, J.K. Rowling chose this time of all times in history to really fully officially announce that she is a TERF. What is a TERF, you may be wondering if you don't know. It stands for Trans Exclusionary Radical Feminist, but really there's nothing feminist about it because if you're a TERF, you're saying trans women aren't women. And it's transphobic. It's a transphobic thing to be. And it's not cool, and I hate all TERFs. And if you're a TERF, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> here's how it started. J.K. Rowling tweeted this tweet uh, and said... She, okay, so J.K. Rowling, the author of fucking Harry Potter, tweeted uh, an article about um, menstruation during COVID-19 or something. Doesn't really matter because we're not talking about that article. But she quote tweeted an article about, about menstrual health. And, and she said, people who menstruate, I'm sure there used to be a word for those people. Someone help me out. Wumbin, wimpund, wummud opinion create a more equal post-covid-19 world for people who menstruate blah 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 basically she's mocking this article um and saying only women menstruate which is like a turf talking point turfs love to talk about their fucking periods um everybody you know who like acknowledges that trans people exist know that trans men have periods cis uh women have periods but also plenty of cis women don't have periods lots of non-binary people have periods like your gender doesn't matter like your period doesn't care what gender you are <laughs> like it's like what the fuck so stupid um yes trans men exist and also trans women are women and if they don't get their period doesn't fucking change that jesus christ so people started to call her out on this and she was like, oh, I'm like being persecuted for thinking that sex is real, uh, uh, which is another thing that TERFs always say. They say, well, you don't think sex is real? Like as if like they've invented fucking sex, like and gender or whatever, like it's bullshit. J.K. Rowling tweeted the second tweet that said, if sex isn't real, there's no same sex attraction. If sex isn't real, the lived reality of women globally is erased. I know and love trans people, but erasing the concept of sex removes the ability of many to meaningfully discuss their lies. It isn't hate to speak the truth. Um, shut up. And also, you say you love trans people, but they definitely don't love you back. You're being like, you're erasing trans people's lived experiences by like implying they're not real women with this post. Um, 
she has low-key been a turf for a long time she's liked posts in the past that were very turfy um it's stupid this whole thing is stupid and it makes me mad especially because so many queer people and gender queer people grew up reading harry potter and like you're a freaking fantasy writer like you can't imagine a world where trans women are women like shut up Ugh. I mean, also, we're in the middle of an anti-racist revolution, and there's a lot of police brutality going on. Like, why now? Why are you doing this now? Like, you're so tone deaf. I, I hate J.K. Rowling so much. I'm so mad about this. I'm really so mad about this. Trans people, like, need our support. Like, they are so marginalized. You're a billionaire author. Like, do not do this. Do not be this way. You don't have to be this way. Also, if you are a bigot, you could have not tweeted openly about it during a, the middle of an anti-racist movement that's going on right now. Also, by the way, that's why I'm plugging the Ochre Project. Please donate to the Ochre Project. Solidarity with black trans women everywhere and trans women everywhere and trans people everywhere. Jesus Christ. Um, anyway, people are dragging JK Rowling on Twitter about this. Uh, I really liked Jonathan Van Ness's from Queer Eye. JVN said, quote, Trans women are women. Trans black people and trans non-black people are discriminated against every single day. They're dying. We're fighting for black people and trans people. And you're doing this. And I also wanted to post my friend and past guest of this show, Joan Ford's tweet. Joan tweeted, quote, endlessly impressed with J.K. Rowling's world building skills. How do you dream up a world where your imagined persecution by trans people is the most important thing going on right now? Truly amazing. Yay, Joan. We love Joan. Friend of the show, past guest. Hilarious human being. Yeah, so fuck all this. Also, this uh, dragging of J.K. Rowling for being transphobic kind of extended to just dragging J.K. Rowling in general. And um, people started to talk about how maybe it's kind of weird that she named uh, like the token Asian character Cho Chang. Uh, I pulled this tweet from journalist. Um, shoot. Dr Kimmy Yam. Journalist Kimmy Yam tweeted this at Kimmy the Pooh. Quote, I love how Cho Chang is trending. Gotta get that one off my chest. J.K. Rowling gave the one Chinese character the name equivalent of Ching Chong. Then that character ended up being a snitching ass square and did literally nothing in the series but date people. End quote. And then actual the actual actress who played Cho Chang chimed in on all of this, Katie Leung. She spoke out tweeting, quote, so, you want my thoughts on Cho Chang? Okay, here goes. Thread. And then she just linked to a charity to support homeless black trans women organized by Jesse Pratt Lopez. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. So, J.K. Rowling sucks. She sucks. Point blank, period. The end. She sucks. It, it, you know, I feel bad. For, if you love Harry Potter and you're disappointed right now, my heart goes out to you. I don't know what to tell you. She sucks. She's a transphobe. Okay. Speaking of transphobia, we've got another transphobia story. This time, it's about Leah Michelle. Leah Michelle apparently also did transphobia on top of racial microaggressions and just generally being rude to people she worked with. Um... I say, I like to say Leah Michelle had a transphobia stop on her eternal rudeness tour. This was a few years ago, um, a few years back. She 
apparently harassed trans musician and model Plastic Martyr in the bathroom at the Emmys. Let's show this tweet. So Plastic Martyr uh, posted this on Instagram. Sorry, not tweet. Uh, And she said, quote, she's a very unpleasant person. Years ago, we were at the Emmys and she happened to be there. I was still in the process of my transition and wasn't 100% as passable then. I was in the bathroom and started washing my hands and said, excuse me to her when trying to reach the soap. And she goes, excuse me, excuse me, excuse you. You realize you're in the women's bathroom. I remember going from feeling so beautiful that day to walking out of the bathroom feeling so self-conscious and embarrassed. Hashtag Leah Michelle. Hey, this sucks. Fuck you, Leah Michelle. Like, have some fucking goddamn respect. Jesus fucking Christ. God damn it. I hate this story. Plastic murder. I'm sorry you had to go through that. That's horrible. Oh, my God. Do not treat people this way. Do not be like that. Do not treat trans women like that. Oh, my God. You suck, Leah Michelle. Jesus fucking Christ. Treat people like human beings. All right. That's such a downer. I'm sorry. It's a downer show. People are acting badly and we have to report on it. I'm sorry. What's wrong with celebrities? They're all bad today. <laughs> They're bad. Um, I do have some good news. I have some good news. Okay. Uh, a couple shows that I would call copaganda, that's like pro-cop television, have been removed from the air temporarily maybe, maybe permanently. Um Cops was pulled from the lineup and so was Live PD out of respect. Uh, so A&E gave a statement that said out of respect for the families of George Floyd and others who have lost their lives in consultation with the departments we follow and in consideration for the safety of all involved. We have made the decision not to broadcast Live PD this weekend. Live PD is a show that's kind of like cops, but like somehow worse. <laughs> Um, Lana Del Rey's cop boyfriend was one of the stars of Live PD. Anyway, I think it's good that these shows aren't going to be on TV. I hope it's permanent. Is Brooklyn Nine-Nine next? I don't know, but we got to stop showing so many cops on TV and like making them seem good or whatever. Okay. Let's talk about Mark Wahlberg. Sorry, that was some good news. Let's get into some more bad news. I mean, listen, every celebrity right now is, is is speaking out in support of Black Lives Matter, and that is a good thing. But if they happen to be a celebrity with a racist past, that's going to bite them in the butt and they're going to get called out for it. And this happened to Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg tweeted um, in support of Black Lives Matter and in support of... Um, justice for george floyd um he tweeted quote the murder of george floyd is heartbreaking we must all work together to fix this problem i'm praying for all of us god bless hashtag black lives matter end quote so obviously mark Wahlberg, the guy who's like kind of famous for being racist like got dragged for doing this he uh has an entire hate crimes section of his wikipedia page so let's just look at some of the tweets of people dragging Mark Wahlberg, because why not? Uh, Safari Mike at Jumbo Everyone tweeted, 
quote, wait a minute, John Boyega is worried he won't work again because he was vocal at an anti-racism protest, but Mark Wahlberg has a slew of hate crime incidents on his Wikipedia page, but he has jobs left and right. What the actual F? And then they post a picture of the hate crimes. Let's see another tweet. At FMUOASL tweeted, quote, I dare anyone to Google Mark Wahlberg hate crimes and see how he tried to get those pardoned off his record, but didn't apologize to one of them until he applied for the pardon. Applied for it. Sorry. End period. End quote. Next tweet. This is from Adam Ellis, who tweeted, quote, Mark Wahlberg hurled rocks at black children while screaming, kill the N-words. He beat a Vietnamese man unconscious and was charged for attempted murder. He's committed at least five hate crimes. He apologized while seeking a pardon 26 years later. End quote. So, yeah, Mark Wahlberg sucks, is racist, historically racist. Um, so people aren't having it that he's like now trying to like tweet anti-racist stuff without fully reckoning with his racist past. Um, so in honor of that, I decided that in the third act of today's episode, we're going to do a dive on Mark Wahlberg's enormous, ugly, hellish 30,000 square foot mansion. Uh, and we're going to make fun of it. So we're going to take a quick break and come back to do that. Welcome back, everybody. We're back. It's time to close out the show with the segment I call the fiery pits of celebrity real estate. <laughs> All right. Today we're talking about how Mark Wahlberg has the biggest, ugliest fucking mansion I've ever seen. And he's... As we know, a racist, he has a whole hate crime section of his Wikipedia page. Yet he gets to live like this? Oh my god. This is insane. I don't even know how much this house costs because he built it, like, for himself. Like, he he was like, this is the land I bought and I'm going to build this 30,000 square foot estate on it. With an architect of some kind. Supposed to look like a French fucking manor. I just like this aerial shot here. Um, for the podcast listeners, this is like a giant piece of land nestled at the bottom of a, uh, some hills. And it's got a giant pool area. It's got a big green lawn. Um, like, a, it's huge. It's giant. It, like, it looks like bigger than like a lot of like res actual resorts hotels and shit big basketball court several guest houses it's so goddamn big um we know that it has 11 bedrooms 18 bathrooms uh a guest house an entertainment complex a pool gazebo full-size basketball court stone pool and spa a lawn he's got his own putting green in there it's too much wealth why does this man get to have so much money and be racist why does this get what it, uh, okay let's let's go through the let's go through the pictures here's an aerial shot of his enormous pool okay it looks like mark Wahlberg, who has a hate crime section of his wikipedia has uh, like the biggest pool i've ever seen 
Is that two hot tubs? Is that two hot tubs? Has Hollywood rewarded this man who has a hate crime section of his Wikipedia with two hot tubs? Or is one of them a kiddie pool? Unclear. Let's go to the next photo. Here's the front of his house, Mark Wahlberg, who has a hate crime section of his Wikipedia page, of which are listed hate crimes he himself has committed. Uh, Looks like the front of, like, I don't know, Versailles? Not cute. It's definitely ugly. I can't even count how many ugly windows are on this ugly, like, it looks like the Paris Hotel in Las Vegas. Like, it looks like a embarrassing imitation of, of France, of a, of a France, a chateau. Um, I'm guessing there's 8,000 windows. 8,000 windows? That sounds about right. Yes. Shampooler in the chat said, this is a dumb person's idea of wealth. Yes, it is. This is like Trump, Trump style wealth. Like it's like it looks like a house Trump would live in. Okay, next slide here is a picture of just a boring beige, richy, rich looking living room. It looks like it looks like a presidential suite of a boring ass hotel. Truly ugly in every way. Basic bitch shit. Just like boring it looks like it could be in the white house or something but not in a good way next (laughs) next room let's look at the next room here okay i hate this kitchen it's supposed to be nice because it has built-in bar stools but the bar stools are like truly the ugliest bar stools i've ever seen black marble counters with an all-white kitchen that looks bad to me Everything about this looks bad. It's just weird. Why would you sit all on a line at the bar like that? Why do rich people insist on having these bars with like 10 bar stools in front of them? No one's ever going to sit that way. Like last supper style while like they watch you tell a story about how you have an entire hate crime section of your Wikipedia. Why, Mark? Why? Let's look at the next part of the house. This is like a bedroom. This might be the master bedroom. It's truly so, like, creepy almost. Is this, like, this is, like, eyes wide shutty and, like, it's so, like, it looks like a boardroom that you sleep in. It has a sitting area and a sleeping area and a weird mahogany, like, desk or something in the middle. Candles everywhere. This does not look homey. I would not want to live here. I'd rather live in my shitty apartment than this creepy fucking weird hotel looking house. <laughs> Let's look at the next room. Uh, Yeah, some of the same interior design, but worse somehow for this room. Like maybe this room is trying to be more casual. Maybe it's a basement or something. It, I have no idea. Uh, someone in the chat. Oh, yeah. Jorgezi in the chat says, why doesn't he just live in a cheesecake factory? And I couldn't have said it better myself. This looks like a cheesecake factory. He's got like leather ottomans in the middle of a room. It looks like they're like, what do we put in this room? You have like eight living rooms. What do we do in this one? And he's like, I don't care. I, I don't care. I have a hate crime section of my Wikipedia. I have an entire section of my Wikipedia filled with just hate crimes I've done. Just why don't you put some leather ottomans in the middle of the room and call it a day? Let's look at the next room. This is a theater, the theater room of the house. Uh, dark wood, curtains, leather sofas that are ugly, like some weird tufted benches that are ugly. 
just ugly. But this may be like the least ugly room of the whole house, which is still pretty generous. But it's listen, it's like there's no lights on in there usually. But it does have kind of a nice little atrium in the middle of the room for no reason. I don't know why it's there because it's a theater, but okay. Next room is a wine cellar that looks where like you would put a dead body in it or something. It's like all brick for some reason in Southern California where we like we don't have brick here. But he decided to combine a ton of materials that don't look good together, like dark wood, brick, light wood, and tile, and Persian rugs, and leather. Like, none of these materials go well together. It doesn't look right. It looks like, it looks like, you know that part, okay, so there's a, there's the, the Paris Hotel in Vegas, and there's a part of the Paris where it, like, connects to another hotel with a different theme, I think it's like Bally's or something and you're like walking through a tunnel and you pass by you, you're, the par- the Parisian decor has to slowly morph into like a like a different type of decor and it's stuck like it's like the limbo between two different themed casinos is what this room looks like truly hellish ugly room yeah looks like a metro station with some wine bottles Look, truly only someone that has an entire hate crime section of their Wikipedia would pick out a room like this and say, that's my wine cellar. The next room is, uh, well, we're out of rooms, just the front of the house. Here's another shot of the front of the house. A blue roof. A blue roof. Oh, is this the back? Jesus Christ. Okay, I guess this is the back. Oh, my God. Listen, Mark Wahlberg gets to live in this giant, ugly house. And we all get to live in our regular houses that are small. And something feels wrong about that. Do I have an entire hate crime section of my Wikipedia? I think I think I don't. Does Mark Wahlberg have an entire hate crime section of his Wikipedia? I think he does. Did all of those hate crimes for the most part happen like before he was successful and then never really like came up again in any detrimental way in his life? I think he, I think so. It's not fair, man. I want to live in a big ugly mansion. I mean, I don't. I guess I don't. All right. Well, that's it. That's our show. (laughs) Oh, my God. We've had fun today. Thank you so much. And, hey, Mark Wahlberg, um, you know, I have nothing actually nice to say. Sorry. I was going to end on a nice note. (laughs) Oh, um, the grass looks green. The grass looks pretty green. All right, everybody, we'll be back on Wednesday at 4 o'clock p.m. Pacific time. You can follow us at Hot and Rich Show on Twitter and Instagram. You can email me at hotandrichshow at gmail.com. I'm at Kate Raft everywhere. Thank you to my producer and husband, Jack Allison, for producing this entire show. And also thank you to my dog for being sweet and cute. Um... 
and donate to the okra project i i uh, project i'll link it in the show notes and uh dms are always open hey until next time stay hot and stay rich i'm so fucking rich and hot i'm so fucking